0: Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris, and me, Richard. The Podcast bringing you the latest in football news every week. We discuss
1: all the big talking points from the world of football, preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Manchester United appoint Ralph Ragnick until the end of the season. Messi wins a record seventh Ballon d'Or, but not without his controversy. Leicester and Watford give us the game of the weekend as Liverpool and City roll on with wins.
0: Lots and lots to talk about this week, so
1: let's talk football.
0: Right, here we are. Welcome. Welcome back, everyone. We are here for another week. Uh, decent week and stuff to talk about, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Some big news coming out of your club. Yeah, big news coming out of my club. Uh, I won't talk too much. But um, Ralph,
1: Ralph has come in. Ralph has come in. Ralph has entered the building.
0: He has. The the godfather of the gang and Press. Yes.
1: And I think everybody should be scared.
0: The tutor of Klopp, of Hassenhutel. he's taught them all. Can he teach Man United how to play football?
1: I, I don't know. To be brutally honest.
0: <laughs> well, is is my my two pennies because obviously he's coming on this this deal to the end of the season, but then he's going to stay on in a consultancy role, yes. whatever that means. I don't know what it means. No,
1: no, no, no. He's gonna is he gonna give you a, advice on a bank loan or something? Yeah, something like that.
0: But I feel he's a, he's a bit of a revolutionist. Yes. And like when you're looking for someone to get you through a period, you need to be a bit more adaptable with what you've got. And I'm just afraid that the players don't buy into it and just think, oh, we've only got to wait. We've only got to last until end of the season and we'll get someone else in and then we, you know. And
1: that's, that's my worry with it. But I think they've got to think at the back of their minds as well. Obviously, if he's going to be staying... For these two years as the technical director or what you're going to call him he's going to have he's going to be in the manager's ear of you know i managed him he was crap
0: yeah and i guess one of the the big things to come out of it and one of the kind of stories coming out is that he's going to be heavily involved in the recruitment of the next manager yes so so i guess all those signs lead to that yeah but it it's still it's still in the back of my head i'm just thinking i hope they buy into this yeah because with with the lowest runners in the league, yeah. the least hard-working team in the league, and now you've got a manager who's just going to demand so much more from them.
1: Yes, um, it's going to be a shock to the system for some of them. Absolutely, because I did see that would added Nangelsmann to their list of potential candidates, didn't they? Yeah, obviously he's one of the prophets of Ragnick.
0: He just starts to see the the coaching, the Germany, the German coaching system is producing some some good stuff right now. You got obviously you got Klopp and Tuchel. Yeah. And they're starting to come into the Premier League and now Ralph's taken over a Premier League team.
1: Yeah. And
0: Hassan Hassan Hootel.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's just, you know, it's kind of that era, isn't it? So you know when all the German where Germany was like dominant in European football. Yeah. And like that era. And they've all seemed to now come out of the Bundesliga and start to move into the Premier League.
1: So yeah, it's it's good. We'll see how uh, Ralph gets on. We will. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the the draw at the weekend. Lots of news coming out of that. Jamie Carragher
1: and Keane had a moment, and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank sitting un- <laughs> uncomfortably oh, in the middle <laughs> of them both.
0: And I love how Jamie how Jamie Carragher had has Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank now has his profile picture on Twitter. <laughs> that to me is very amusing. And then I think Rio Rio and Jamie had a bit of a back and forth. But well, I think that was pre-planned because I think Jamie's going on his podcast next week. so All I think right, they okay. did it on purpose.
1: It's um, yeah. I didn't actually see it live, but I did hear about it afterwards.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was funny. Just briefly on the match winners we're, were there. I mean, no complaints. Mistake from Jorginho, let Sancho in, and I, I thought it was a penalty.
1: The uh, yes, yeah, Chelsea's penalty. Yeah, yeah,
0: I thought it was a penalty. There's a couple, you know, a few. Red tinted glasses going around saying we were robbed, and I was like, "No, we no, won't."
1: No, if anything, it was probably the fair result. Yeah,
0: he's kicked through him. Of course, you know we still had we still had a chance to win it at the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just fell to the wrong bloke, did didn't it? That? Did you see my tweet about that? Yeah. <laughs> it just it just went to, it just it just fell to the wrong player, didn't it? Fred thinking he's prime Zidane. That's quite yeah. possibly the funniest thing I've written on Twitter for quite some time. Oh, well, there we go. Did it? Did it bang? <laughs> did it bang? I don't know. Did it bang. No. He <laughs> didn't. No. 117 <laughs> no, you, you impressions. Have a,
0: no. have a pity, like there you go. <laughs> you didn't
1: hashtag it. That's why you oh, should have hashtagged well, it.
0: It probably would have. Oh, well, uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, uh, Fred missed the chance, and it was one-one, and that's the end.
1: Yeah, that is the end of that one.
0: We. I, I won't talk about Man United anymore. Okay. okay. If I talk, I'm in trouble. So.
1: Should we talk about Manchester City?
0: We could talk about Man City. I think they they pretty much eased past West Ham. I feel.
1: Yeah, it was a good game. Good game.
0: They just roll on. They just keep rolling. They just
1: keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know all those issues. You know we talked about it earlier in the season, didn't we? With City around, can they? Do they? Are they going to miss a number nine? No. No.
1: No. They're <laughs> just scoring all the goals right Even now. And Kevin so. De Bruyne not playing, and they're still not. they're not missing him either. Exactly. So.
0: No, it's ridiculous what they're doing
1: yeah
0: they're on another level I really like Rodri
1: yeah he's a good player Rodri
0: I I think he he controls the midfield really well
1: yeah big fan and it was snowing in Manchester and they managed to carry on playing their game
0: yeah well just down the road not so keen
1: no they weren't so keen no Um, Sean Dyche came out in his shirt did you see him I did see him in his shirt and tie yeah and
0: did you see his press conference Later on.
1: Yes. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Fair play to
0: him. Is is that all we've got to talk about? I was out there for about 14 seconds. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And obviously, the whole thing about it being called off, there was a few people saying, oh, Burnley obviously didn't want to play today. By the sounds of it, the snow come down very quickly.
0: Yeah. But even so, that's perfect for Burnley against Tottenham in that type of environment. They're made for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Missing Tarkovsky or not. Like... Harry Kane's not gonna be at his best in a snow laden pitch, is he? No, or, I mean Son. No, probably Or Bergwijn not. or any of those guys, they're just not gonna. You're not gonna get the best out of them. Whereas Burnley get the ball up top, make it hard, make it difficult. Yeah. Route one's just probably the way forward because the ball's just not gonna move on the ground. Yeah. So for me, they they want they definitely yeah, want to they, do it.
1: If they could have played the game, I think common sense should have prevailed. If the weather was gonna pass. They should be, probably should have said, right, let's leave it an hour
0: or delay it. Yeah, there yeah. was <laughs> delay Obviously, a bit. Obviously, we see, weren't on TV or
1: anything like that. So yeah, yeah.
0: But it, I thought it was a bit strange just to full blown just postpone it. Especially years, just go. When well, they I'll dip. tell you what. Let's yeah, let's give it a couple of hours. Yeah, let's delay the start. Let's give it a chance. Yeah, but yeah, no, they made the decision.
1: Forty minutes from kickoff as well, which was yeah.
0: You know when you're going to play that game
1: yeah. Um, well, let's have a look through the diary, shall we? Um, All right. Probably sometime in February, I would have thought. February. Yeah, because December's pretty full. Yeah, January's that's pretty full. As usual. Um, it will depend on what happens next week in Europe. Whether we'll have some dates in February, we might even play them in March time. Who knows?
0: We'll find out. I'm sure the Premier League will put it I'm the sure most convenient time somewhere. possible. Yeah. I'm sure they'll find the most inconvenient spot and put it there. Yeah, probably. They'll probably play on a Sunday and have to play the Tuesday and then the Thursday and then the Sunday.
1: Yeah. I that, mean, that's how they normally like to do it. That's how they do generally it to us. how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah, mind. Well, at least we didn't lose this week.
0: That is true. That is true.
1: Every cloud. No points, no points on the board, but you've still got a game in hand. So. Yes. And that game in hand could be very important later in the season.
0: It might be. You might just... Beat United to seventh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> God. The way it's going. Yeah. It was... Oh dear. So anyway, cheer... come on, let's cheer ourselves up.
0: Leicester Watford gave us a good game it football. Did.
1: It was a very good game of football. It was a very good game of spot the ball in the second half as well. What with all the snow. With all the snow. Yeah. That it was probably easier on the pitch than it was to see through the camera. Yeah. I suspect. But. Obviously, I know it's a yellow ball. It's the winter ball, as they call it. Yeah. It's got loads of red on it. Just make it a whole yellow ball. Man, I mean, yeah. to be
0: fair, you should be able to see red through a field of white, surely.
1: Yeah, but I, I couldn't see it very well. I'm a I've got bad eyesight, it is, but yeah. I, th- I, th- I think
0: yellow's very bright, though, and I think they should probably. Go- Remember the old orange ones?
1: Yes, yeah. I think they
0: should probably go back to orange, because orange, a bit deeper, it doesn't reflect a bright yellow ball on a white background i can kind of see you losing that yeah especially you know if you're watching it at home as well you probably will lose it a bit whereas the old the old orange balls you, you could definitely see them they had a deeper color to them so they were just a bit easier to see
1: yeah but are they marketable is an orange ball more marketable I like than a a, yellow one? i like i like orange i don't know
0: <laughs> maybe that's just me big up blackpool
1: big up blackpool holland Hull. hole, hole. So it, yeah, that's... Dundee. Well, technically holds more amber. United? Oh. Oh, nearly. Nearly. Dundee United, I think Dundee, it's United. right, but yeah, yes. Jesus Christ, yes. Chris, don't do that.
0: <laughs> Dundee United, let's go. I know my stuff
1: why I do a football podcast. Yeah. There was hesitation in that, though.
0: <laughs> there was a bit, because I was trying to remember. But uh, yeah, no, good goals from...
1: Madison was on fire. Madison yeah, he did
0: well, really well. Yeah, and he needs to now. He's sort of the forgotten man, particularly when it comes to England, and he'll definitely, definitely be wanting to try and push back. The first Leicester squad.
1: goal, if any kids are listening to this, the first Leicester goal, right? If you are about to head the ball, for the love of God, don't duck. That's true. Just head the thing away. You have no yeah, idea what's behind you. Just head it away. Don't do what the Watford defender get
0: rid. did. Unless, unless he was quite cheeky and shouted. He could have done. Unless he was a bit cheeky, a bit on
1: sportsmanship. He could have done, but you still don't, shout. you he still don't duck. You know where you are. He was outside the box, so the keeper couldn't have come for it anyway.
0: In In your best, in your best accent.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Always head the ball away. Safety first. Indeed.
0: Lesson learned. Vardy getting a couple of goals. Vardy getting as a he couple does. of goals. Yeah. Luckman as well on the score sheet.
1: Yeah, they were they were interesting. Watford again. They were very sort of let's just keep pushing forward. Let's just keep going. It was
0: yeah. but that's how Ranieri had that Leicester team. If you remember them. Yeah. They just they were relentless, weren't they? That Leicester team under Ranieri at times.
1: Yeah. When they went three one down, you were like, "All right, that's it. Leicester are just gonna waltz home." And then oh yeah. no, three two. Hang on.
0: But that's just yeah. That's just how. How Ranieri built built that Leicester team. It was that relentless. It was nice it was to that see them get just a never reception
1: stopped. from them as well.
0: Oh, they always were. They always were. Yeah. I mean, he he did a miracle at that football club, and everyone knows it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So there's never going to be any uh, anything else other than a great reception for Ranieri at Leicester City. Nope. But yeah, good points for Leicester. Needed win for Leicester.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get themselves back on track a little bit.
0: Yeah, because they have struggled since the United game.
1: Yeah, they have been struggling for points, but yeah, it brings them back into the top half.
0: Back to winning ways. A quick chat about Liverpool.
1: Well, they just railroaded Southampton, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely tore them apart.
0: Nothing really to to say. Yota getting the early breakthrough, I think make, makes a difference, doesn't it? When, they, when you get that early goal in those games, because you know Southampton are just going to try and make it difficult for you. Yeah,
1: yeah, and an early goal is always important, as you say, in that yeah. type of game.
0: Yeah. So, um, to get it to get it early, then it just. It just changed Southampton's game plan, and they had to come and try and do something, something a bit different.
1: Yeah, you know, Liverpool rolling on, and yeah,
0: yep, definitely. It's getting is it title race is going to be good. It's definitely these three teams are very, very good teams as well. Yeah, you know, they could, you know, they're going to be challenging for the Champions League, let alone the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, so we could have a really good race this year. I really hope that it is all three of them, and then I hope that Chelsea win. Yes, but ultimately. To have a good, a three, we've never had a genuine three-title race.
1: Not for a very long, I was going to say, yeah, not for a very long time. But it always
0: drops off to two, it always drops off to two, like in those last five to six games. Mm. But these three could genuinely all be in and around each other from the end of the season.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting.
0: So, yeah, very much looking forward to that. Gerrard at Villa, uh, well, at Palace, technically, getting his second win.
1: Yeah, and a place they don't normally win at. Aston Villa. No, so no good for them. Well at Selhurst, so yeah,
0: pretty comfortable as well. I mean, they gave away the goal, but it was, the game was already done at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah, and those, they were good value for it by all accounts. Yeah, he's got them playing for
0: sure. But uh, yeah, I, have, I haven't had a chance to watch them properly to really get a gauge of it. Yeah. So I feel like I'm a bit under-resourced to talk about the Villa at the minute. But I'm a, happy that they're doing well. They've got
1: well. a big test tomorrow against Man City. Yeah. Yeah. Good start for Stephen Gerrard.
0: Indeed, he's doing very, very well. Um, Palace, just to talk about them briefly then as we're there. They've kind of come off the boil a little bit.
1: A little bit? They've conceded 11 goals from set pieces yeah. this year.
0: That's quite a few.
1: That is quite a few. That is a... I
0: mean, they're still, they're, still, they're still all right at the yeah. minute. They're still mid-table, aren't they? They're still in the middle they of the are, table. But, but when
1: you think they've only conceded 19 goals altogether, yeah. 11 of those from set pieces, that's a big number.
0: It's something to work on, though.
1: It's something f- for them to work on, absolutely. But
0: but no, Patrick Vieira, I think he's done well. I mean, we're into, what, the, f- the first third of the season, essentially, now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, And he's done... I think he's doing a really good job at Palace Vieira. I think he's kind of gone under the radar now.
1: Yeah. Obviously, there was a little bit of trepidation when he took over.
0: Yeah, well, you know, because his, his first couple of clubs hadn't necessarily gone as no. he probably would have liked it to. No. And now he's come in, and he's actually showing... That he can do a job, and yeah, he's just kind of there now, isn't he? Yeah. He's kind of just. No one's really talking about Patrick Vieira and and all of that. He's just kind of doing his doing his thing, doing his thing and that's the best thing really for for a club at that part. The, the pressure's off him. He can just kind of do, get the players doing what he wants them to do and working with them, and hasn't got to worry about the press on his back.
1: No, absolutely.
0: So good place to be. Yeah. Speaking on the opposite end of the spectrum, Rafa's coming under a bit of pressure now he's after that loss under to Brentford. A bit of pressure. Yeah, I saw a video of the away end at Brentford, where all the Everton fans were, and they weren't too pleased with their players when they came over to thank them for the support.
1: They're a hearty bunch, aren't they, Everton fans? Yeah, they very much wear their heart on their sleeve.
0: And it was it was going to be very difficult. I mean, we said this from the start with Rafa; it was always going to be difficult. He needed to get off, and he had a good start. But I feel this happens with Everton. Yeah, all the time. They they start a season well, then they'll be pretty poor through a, a period of it. And then they'll kinda of pick themselves up after Christmas and Yeah. And be alright. And and end up in an alright position. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I feel that's been Everton the last maybe six or seven seasons, to be honest.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why they can't break that cycle, to be honest. Yeah. It's a bit of a head scratcher.
0: But Rafa coming up yeah, he's under a bit of pressure there, Rafa.
1: Yeah, obviously losing seven seven games without a win now. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: But for me, they are missing. They are missing two of their biggest players. They though, are for me. missing. Richarl- Calvert-Lewin. Richarlison yeah. and Calvert Lewin being missing is is big for Everton. And, you know they are very very important players yeah. for Everton.
1: Yeah, Salomon Salomon Rondon is for me like Fernando Lorente was for us. He yeah. played as and when was necessary. It was never supposed to be for a long period of time. That's
0: it. But no, we'll hope. Well, we'll see how Everton kind of get on, and a, a couple of nil-nil draws as well this weekend.
1: Yeah, and a, a good
0: a good win for Arsenal. I mean, Newcastle are struggling, we know that. Yeah. Uh, but Arsenal just pretty pretty breezy breezy is how I how I describe their performance.
1: Yeah, Newcastle defended pretty well for you know the best part of an hour. And once they got the first goal, yeah, that was it.
0: So um, it's big. Big struggles, and we know Newcastle are under a lot of pressure.
1: They are under an extreme pressure. And we'll
0: we'll see what it kind of... Because it could lead to them spending big in January. Yeah. Still yet to win in the Premier League this season.
1: Yeah, and I don't know whether you saw the statistic in the newspapers at the weekend. Obviously, in in Premier League history, no team with that amount of points after 13 games has ever survived.
0: I mean, it's that's huge. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, though, they're not, they're not out, they're not they're out not of a million from miles anyone, away are they? From it, no. You know, Leeds are only five points above them. Yeah. And then Watford six. it's not as if they're in a complete and utter disaster at the moment. No. But they need a win.
1: They need a win. They, they need a win to, need to try win. at
0: least to try and give, give them a spark to get them going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Burnley have got what a couple of games in hand over the, over them.
1: N- yeah. Newcastle are playing as we speak.
0: As we speak. Yes. As we speak, obviously Obviously, we won't be able to cover the midweek games, yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to it, and you're going, why aren't they talking about West Ham, Brighton, or Watford, Chelsea? Uh, There's a very good reason for
1: that, is that we haven't seen them
0: yet. We can't
1: see into the future.
0: Although technically it's your past. Ooh. Uh,
1: He's gone all meta on us, folks.
0: Leeds Palace, uh, Norwich and Newcastle. Yep. Uh, it's, if, just for reference, in case you're wondering what time we're recording this, it's currently 15 minutes into the Newcastle-Norwich
1: game. Yep. So there you go. newcastle have a man sent off. Brilliant. Live news, <laughs> late to you. <laughs> it's what we provide, folks.
0: It's what we provide. Yesterday's news today, like the Metro newspaper. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yesterday, yesterday's news today, that's what we always used to call it when we used to get on the bus in the morning on the way to school. But I do want to talk about Ballon d'Or.
1: We want to talk about the Ballon d'Or. Okay, let's talk about the Ballon d'Or. Did, you, so Messi did we wins. win it? Did we win the Ballon d'Or? No.
0: Oh yeah, I, I was, I was, I was, I was nominated, and everyone voted for me. But I was like, it's not fair. Right, right. It's, it's not fair. You know, Messi. Messi lives for this. Just give it him. Yeah. He'll moan. He'll have a moan. He'll be on the phone to me moaning. Yeah. Can't believe you won it and I didn't. So I was like, nah, just give it him. I it's mean, not worth it. I you mean, know mate, I mean?
1: that's damn decent of you. Yeah, I'm good. Good like that. And you came third, so Yeah, yeah. I was surprised to be finishing third, to be honest. Yeah, I know you were expecting second, I know I know. Yeah, you know, you know, my um my football has not been the best this year, but you know, I'm still yeah. I'm still plugging away.
0: Which is exactly how Messi must have felt when he picked up that ballon d'or. <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be honest. I'm not
1: playing my best football, but thanks everyone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean I think the only reason he's won that is because he won his trophy with Argentina, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, obviously winning the Copa America. Yeah.
0: But I do feel for Lewandowski because I feel he has been the best footballer on the planet this last year.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah. He has definitely been robbed. No pun intended. Yeah, yeah, robbed. I mean, is that what's on the back of all the newspapers today? Yeah. Robert. I imagine so. Robert robbed. Yeah. Some of the German papers, maybe, although I couldn't translate that for you, I'm afraid.
0: No, and then... Um... Well, yeah, a bit controversial for me. I think, you know, Messi's Messi and we know how brilliant he has been and we know he's one of the best that's ever played the game. There's no dispute in that, but I just don't think this year that he's been exceptional. He's just managed, he's got his He's got his international trophy and that's kind of, I think, what's what swayed everyone.
1: To be fair, there are, obviously they give you a list of 30, don't they, of yeah. the players that were all nominated. There are a few controversial ones. You're like, how did he finish in front of him? Mm. For example Yeah, go on. Cristiano Ronaldo beating Mo Salah. Yeah, I get that. Salah's been a although, although I think
0: Mo Salah's been great this season. And
1: it's all a based on last Maybe this year, is isn't a it?
0: maybe this yeah, maybe this is a controversial thing to say, but I don't think Mo Salah's the back end of last season going into obviously he didn't play in the summer because none of the you know the African Nations Cup's in January. Yeah. So he didn't have any international football to kind of put him out there. No, true um you know like the european players did and the south american players had and it's only really been this season where Salah's kind of picked himself back up yeah so i don't know when the voting took place no but even so i you know ronaldo well ronaldo ronaldo was still the top scorer in Serie A this season yeah and obviously he's, he's scoring the goals in the champions league for man united yes um but yeah. i could i could understand if you were to look at it today you'd go why is Mo Salah finishing lower than Ronaldo?
1: I completely understand that. Why is Gianluca Donnarumma 10th?
0: Gianluca Donnarumma? Yeah. Because of his, because of the Euro performance? Probably
1: for Italy, yeah. Yeah,
0: because of the Euros. I think I think a lot of... Because it's all the international captains, isn't it, and the managers that vote for the Ballon d'Or, is I that right? I believe so, yeah. So, so if they're asked to do this, they're probably looking at it... At, Slightly from that point of view, that oh, international football is the pinnacle of the game, etc. So, yeah,
1: so there's a reason why there's a lot of Italian players in there, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. absolutely.
1: An interesting one that's in there, though, and it's interesting because obviously he had a very big role to play at the Euros, but not on the football side of it. Simon Chiar, Mm -hmm. oh, Chiar, yeah, obviously he was the man, he was the um, the man that saved Ericsson, yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah, but to be fair, he had a really good Euros,
1: yeah, Danes did, yeah, yeah. Given what happened, anyway. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, if they made the semi-final. Yeah. I mean, that's knocked out by the mighty England.
1: Yes. It was just one step too far for
0: us. It's an interesting list, really. I think Bruno Fernandes finished, what, 20th? Uh,
1: joint 21st. Joint 21st. There we go. With
0: um, oh, an Italian.
1: Lottaro Martinez. Argentinian.
0: Oh, Argentinian. Yeah. Just ahead of Harry Kane. I thought it was Locatelli, to be honest. When did Locatelli finish? Did he? Did he? Did he make the list? Lacatelli. He must have made the list. He had a great Euros. Nope. Locatelli wasn't in the Ballon d'Or vote. That's controversy within itself. He was great. Yeah,
1: he was. Yeah. Luka Modric finishing joint 30th with Cesar Aspasilequeta.
0: I'm surprised Aspasilequeta was in there. Yeah. To be quite honest, I'm I'm not against. Well, I, you know, I don't dislike him as a footballer, but. He's not exactly been tearing trees up, has he?
1: No, I suppose you know there are some there that are just making up the numbers, aren't they? Indeed, it definitely looks
0: that way. Yes, for sure.
1: Yes, because I've never even heard of Pedri from Barcelona. Pedri? Yes. Oh no,
0: he he played really. He, he played. he's played for. He was in the Spanish squad in the summer. I like Pedri. All right, he's a football. He's a footballer. I thought there's. Spe- I thought this felt
1: Pedro wrong. If I'm honest.
0: No, no, he's the uh, he's the next one off the Barcelona um, conveyor belt.
1: Oh, okay. They can afford a conveyor belt, at least, Barcelona. Yeah,
0: I, I I, was watching him a couple of games for Spain in the uh, in the summer. He can play. He can definitely oh, play football. So.
1: so, 24th best player in the world. Well, yeah. Still behind Harry Kane. Though.
0: Still behind Harry Kane. He can't score
1: a club goal. Can't score a club goal? For England? No, yeah, he's, oh, yeah, no, he, he did score a club goal. He scored last week. We just won't uh, mention it.
0: Yeah, you don't want to talk about that though, do you? No! Let's move on. It's <laughs> the most
1: embarrassing thing ever. Let's move
0: on. I mean, we could talk nope. about Spurs a nope. bit more if you like. Nope. Let's I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, on. I talk about Man United too much, so we might as well talk Let's about Tottenham. Let's
1: move on. No? Don't want to talk I about want last week. Sec- I want to go around the world in 80 seconds.
0: <laughs> all right then. Go on then. <laughs> Quick. Fancy fancy losing.
1: Abandon. abandon. To some ship. farmers.
0: Fancy losing to some Slovenian farmers. Moving on. Right, eight random world in eighty seconds. Let's go. Right. I am ready. Get you. Let's do it. Right then. Time to take us around the world in eighty seconds.
1: So we start in League One, where PSG beats St. Etienne to extend their lead at the top of League One to twelve points. Ren are up into second, having a really good season so far. In the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich scrape to a 1-0 win over Arminia as Leipzig lose to Leverkusen. In Serie A, Napoli beat Lazio 4-0. Atalanta beat Juventus 1-0 to pile a bit more pressure onto them. Milan lose, Inter win. Happy days for them as the table starts to take shape. Barcelona make it two wins from two under Xavi. Two wins for the Madrid clubs as well as Real Madrid lead the way. And it's the FA Cup second round this weekend. Good luck to Buxton, St Albans, Yeovil, Colchester and Kidderminster as they look to beat sides higher up the league ladder than themselves.
0: Well, there we are, all around the world.
1: All around the world, even back to Kidderminster.
0: Back to Kidderminster. I know a football channel about Kidderminster, but we won't sing it. So, yeah, that takes us quite nicely then, I guess, speaking of around the world. Uh, one of the things we've been looking at all this season is Gianluca Guardino, our football manager wonder kid from Football Manager 2015. I hear there's some good news.
1: There is some good news. He is fit again, but he wasn't selected for the game at the weekend. Okay. Which they did take the lead in. Yeah. They were leading by a goal to nil just after half time. The only problem is they conceded five and only scored two. That's, that's not ideal, guys. That's really not ideal. So it leaves them very much in the relegation places in the second division of Germany.
0: Indeed, so uh, lots to move on with. Well, yeah, I mean, hopefully Gianluca can get himself back in the team.
1: Hopefully. Well, he's going to be the saviour. I'm calling it now. He's going to save them. He's going to save them from relegation. Let's do it. Let's see it. Let's see it, Gianluca. No pressure, son. Do it
0: for the podcast. Do it for the podcast. (laughs) Actually, I know we were joking before, but I do actually want to talk about Tottenham. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because obviously, Conte kind of came out and said what he said in that press conference after that European game last week. Yes. What are your thoughts as a Tottenham fan on
1: that? In terms of everybody needs to pull their weight. In his,
0: his, in his, you know, the context of him, his statement, saying it publicly.
1: I think his statement was very true. I think yep. we have a few players at the football club who are not pulling their weight. There's just some players... Deli Alley's one. I I really, really feel sad about it, though. Because yeah. Deli Alley three years ago, was an amazing player. He was. And whether it's just because he's gone off the boil or whether he just, you know, obviously Mourinho didn't like him. Nuno didn't seem to like him that much. And Conte's now just playing him in European games. It's like, there's obviously something not right there with Deli Alley. Yeah. Obviously... Davison Sanchez took a little bit of flack during the week for his mistake in the Mura game. Yeah, on um, deal. Again, you know, under Nuno, he'd been playing alright. But yeah. I often say this about Tottenham players. I used to say it about Kyle Walker a lot. I say it now about Davison Sanchez. He's a brain fart waiting to happen.
0: <laughs> because... He has a moment.
1: He has a moment in him. Exactly. And... He will do something sublimely good one minute and then the next minute he'll miss the ball completely and they'll score. Yeah. and You don't need that in the centre-back, do you? You don't need that in the centre-back. And, no, it's obviously without Christian Romero at the moment. Obviously, Davison Sanchez has come into the limelight a little bit more. I don't understand why we're not playing Joe Roden because mm-hmm. I like Joe Roden. Joe Roden seems like a solid defender and he's not getting any game time at all. And that's a head-scratcher to me. So yeah, there are things for Antonio Conte to sort out, and January is going to be a very big month for us. I think. I think we're going to do a well, lot. Do, do of you business. think? Do
0: you think? Do you think he was right to say that all publicly though?
1: I think so. I think it needs yeah. to be
0: said. I think. Is he? Do you think it's probably at a time then where we can get away with it because it's early doors? I think so. Yeah, and get a response from the players as, as opposed to turning the players yeah. away from him. I
1: think too many managers over the years have tiptoed around our players, hmm. and.
0: Even Mourinho.
1: Even Mourinho, to a certain degree, yeah. Mourinho was very thoroughfright in what he said, and ultimately that's what probably cost him.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, Conte's done something very similar here.
1: He has, but as you say, it's an early thing. I think it's the the warning shot across the bow from Antonio Conte. It's like, this is unacceptable. You have to do better. And if you don't, you're going to be out on your backside.
0: Well, we'll see.
1: I don't think that can be any clearer to those players. Obviously, it was great we had the weekend off this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, it will give them a couple of extra days training that they probably wouldn't have done, ready for Brentford's on Thursday. And we've got a relatively good run of Premier League fixtures now, up until about we Liverpool. We play Liverpool just before Christmas. So let's mm. get some points on the board. Let's get some confidence going. And yeah. Just pull your socks up, please. Something.
0: And see how it all goes from there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Right then. So before we go, should we have a quick roundup of the Premier League fixtures this weekend? Not the midweek games, nope. just the weekend
1: ones. We will start on Saturday lunchtime. What a game this is going to be. West Ham versus Chelsea. That's going to be feisty. That's going to be a good game. That. Live on That's going to be a very good game. I love it. Then Newcastle take on Burnley. That's a big game down at the bottom. Yeah. Wolves take on Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Southampton take on Brighton, obviously South Coast derby as well in that one. Yeah. Watford fans may nice. want to cover their eyes as they take on Manchester City at 5:30. Indeed. That could get very ugly. Might not be might not be their best time. No. Nope. Few games on Sunday. Leeds take on Brentford, Manchester United take on Crystal Palace, Tottenham against Norwich, come on you Spurs. Before Aston Villa take on Leicester at half past 4. In a Midlands derby. Before we go to Monday night football, Everton against Arsenal.
0: A classic Premier League fixture to round off the weekend. I also like to mention it's Birmingham City Millwall this Saturday, and that always that's always a feisty one.
1: Is it a Birmingham? No, it's in Millwall. It's a good thing Spurs are playing Sunday then. Yeah, it's
0: uh, <laughs> it's always a taste. It's always a tasty one when when Blues and Millwall play.
1: You wouldn't think so, would you?
0: Oh, there's just, a hist- there's, there's, hist- there's just history, I think, more than anything else. More oh. of a fan-based thing than a football oh, thing. Oh, right, okay. But, yeah, no, it's always a feisty one, that. Right, stay out of London, so, everyone. <laughs> yeah, stay, out, stay away from Mill. So, yeah, that pretty much wraps things up from us. Thank you for listening. You want to get in touch with us, you can. You can tweet us at Let's Football Pod, or you can send us an email, letstalkfootballpodcast442 at gmail.com. Uh, send us a tweet, let us know what you're thinking got things you want to talk about your football club let us know we'll talk about it uh but for now i guess we will um see you all next time uh so look after yourselves and we'll see you next week yep. Bye. Bye